Happy you're with us today on Community Matters. Saturdays after the 8 o'clock news, WBCK. Anytime, BattleCreekPodcast.com. Richard Pyatt here with thanks to Lakeview Ford Lincoln for making the show possible. You've heard when uh, communities talk about master plans, and there is a, a master plan update in the offing in the city of Marshall. Coming up soon, and Eric Zuska is here to talk about that. He's the Director of Community Services in Marshall. Hello, Eric. Morning, sir. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you for this uh, opportunity. Talk about what the heck is a master plan anyway? Great question. Everyone thinks it's every different thing under the sun. Um, <laughs> really, with a master plan, it's, it's, it's a community's vision. It's laying out what goals you want to achieve over the next 20 to 30 years, primarily aimed at like land use. But we also do get into capital improvement issues, parks and recreation issues, economic development, obviously uh, being a major issue of land use. Uh, so really it's an oh, and transportation. I mean, you can't do anything in a community without transportation. So it really is looking at all of those issues that the city has impact on and says, what do we as a community want to be over the next 20 to 30 years? What's that vision 20 to 30 years out? Um, Marshall's been, has had one in place for decades. I mean, the state statute says if you have zoning and you want to do this, you have to have a master plan. So it helps you guide that. So there may be changes you need to do in zoning. So there is, um, it's a very all-encompassing document. We're obviously not going to get everything. We really want to get the feel for what the community wants, what the city council wants, because frankly, at the end of it, they have to approve it. Right. How often is this updated, Eric? By statute, it's required every five years. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean you actually have to go through the process every five years because this is not a short process. Our last major update was 2015. Now, in 2020, we looked at the master plan and said, yeah, it's still appropriate for the community. Um, It's still goals that we want to achieve. The Planning Commission held a public hearing and went through those goals and said, yep, that's still where we would like to aim. At the same time, we knew that we were coming up on a new city manager, uh, Tom Tark, which was going to retire in a couple a year or two. Likely, you know, new councils and mayors change. So we said, let's pump the brakes and we'll watch where things go. And so that when the new councils get set, new city manager is in place, we can really look at the master plan again. Since that time, obviously, we've had the Ford project announced. It really is an opportune time for us to look at what the future of Marshall is going to be. Yeah, we certainly do want to talk more about that. But uh, let's just say first, this is something that the public is encouraged to uh, offer input for, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. It's the vision of the community. So while in the end, the Planning Commission uh, recommends, you know, they adopt it, recommending adoption by the City Council. City Council officially approves it. Without public input, that really leaves it down to, I wouldn't say just what I want to see, but what a smaller subset of the community wants to see. You know, there are certain things that we need to do. We need to look at, you know, our transportation and how we're doing roads and certain things. Um, non-motorized, but that, you know, with the public engagement, they could say, hey, we really want trails as a high priority. And if they don't come out and say that, city council is not hearing it, they can say, well, I guess not a big issue for the community. We're going to move on to what we think is a big issue. However, as you know, with everything, it's tough. You have to weigh differing opinions. Well, you speak, yeah, you know that in Marshall. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right. You speak to exactly where I was headed. How should folks expect their input to be handled? And I would imagine that if somebody said, 
uh, we need more drinking fountains in Marshall and it doesn't eventuate that they have to take that as uh, an indicator that that wasn't a widely viewed priority. Is that true? In some aspects, yes, Richard. I think the tough thing is, is, you know, we sometimes live in our own little circles and, you know, it's kind of the 15 people I know, we all think the same way. Uh, But this is a really diverse community that has very different opinions on things. And just because you say, I would like downtown to rip the whole downtown down and build new, it doesn't mean that was a priority of those who are responsible for adopting it. And we may put it in the plan. Let me get this clear. This is a, for instance, I'm not (laughs) suggesting we're going to rip down downtown Marshall. Um, my, plus my wife would shoot me if I even brought that up as a historic (laughs) preservationist and planner. She, she hates that kind of stuff, but it could be in the plan as well. We could say, yes, we want to build a new super highway to, to Hillsdale. We're going to cut through the countryside. Yeah. We may not find funding. We may not make it that council may not even make it a priority. So, you know, if it's in the plan, yes, that's the direction we want to go. And doesn't mean it's going to absolutely happen either. Yeah, so we should we should keep that in mind that yeah. suggestions are welcomed, and if they fit in the grand scheme, the master plan vision, then uh, you may just see that happen. But it it may not either. But it doesn't mean you don't wish to have that input. No, I think council needs to hear different opinions. I mean, unless everyone thinks a plan is a, the best plan ever, and we every, you know the whole community says great. You know, but that also speaks to council saying, hey, 99% of the community says, I want to see this happen. They know that's a big inch of interest. So like we did a, a parks and recreation master plan uh, right after I started here. I think if you look through the surveys, a splash pad and pickleball courts were the two of the biggest issues requested from the community. Um, they've seen them in other communities. So why can't Marshall have them? So we listened. You know, we looked yeah. at that and we prioritized that in a project. Once again, yes, please reach out. Please be part of the process. We want to make this a holistic community approach. Uh, to that end, the consultant that we engage, we won't award the contract until March. I think the, one of the March council meetings. So we want people to, you know, if it's online, if you can't make a meeting, we, we still want you to be part of providing engagement because we know people are busy. Mm-hmm. We know it's not everyone's highest priority to come out to a public meeting where you're going to sit for multiple hours and you know give your input some people just that's not their scene and that's that's okay we want you to reach out if you want to come to those meetings we want you there you know we're going to try different engagements so that we get everyone participating sometimes in meetings one or two people can dominate yeah well we're trying to adopt this process to really make it uh, and that's the charge i'm going to consult in is hey get everyone involved we want to hear from everybody so what's the best way to do that yeah, you uh, raise a good point that there are uh, uh, firms that conduct these for for municipalities and others, I presume. And so they'll be uh, employing uh, a range of opportunities to provide that input that it is convenient. We presume that would include online options, which everybody yes. seems to to find uh, fairly easy to do. I say everybody. Generally speaking, Generally a lot of speaking, folks yes. find that easy to do. We walk around with computers in our pockets, so that uh, right. that is what I'm speaking of. You raised a good point. Uh, the master plan, the vision of the community, 
is something that um, it, it looks a number of decades out, and then you have something happen, like the Ford development at uh, the Marshall Megasite, and this is a potential for really significant changing in vision in terms of what that might look like, isn't it? Right. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things why we bring in um, someone from the outside. Now we can, you know, these are experts in their field uh, that have looked at what other communities across the nation and world, frankly, are doing. And they've seen what those impact of, you know, 2000 jobs are to a community. So we can look at that and say, you know, what's that going to be for Marshall? Uh, we know we have a lot of housing pushes right now, and we know we have a housing deficit. So do we want to concentrate on housing? Do we want to change the um, certain areas? We may say we want a priority redevelopment. So, for example, the industrial road uh, section in town, um, historically industrial. But, however, we're seeing a push to... Um, with the Jason K. Divine, have got a lot of things going on with their business that's event-focused, it's flower shop, it's a cafe, it's a lot of different things. And that kind of sitting right there in the end of what we call the River District. And maybe we look at expanding the River District. So we're really going to look at those sub-areas in town and say, what's the future for this area? You know, we have the State Farm property. There's been a ton of visioning done out there, um, and we're working with the land bank. But maybe on Michigan Avenue on that frontage, maybe we put townhouses in. Maybe that's a priority we look at. This is that opportunity to really look at those areas in Marshall and what is that going to I mean, we still value the historic core of Marshall. The downtown, we don't want to change. We want to help the downtown grow. The historic homes surrounding the downtown, we obviously want that to grow. But there are areas in town that, you know, we could, you know, east and west end, there, you know, may need some work on the south end. Is there more industrial that we want to do? With the brooks so th that's really a lot of what we get through the master plan that's one component of this process richard we're also looking at non-motorized plan our non-motorized plan is to look at once again how do uh, multimodal you know how do walkers pedestrians get along how do bikers get along around town um, we're working on a parks and recreation plan um, which is required for some grants we're also looking at our economic development and marketing plans mm -hmm. So all of those things rolled in together, um, we need to do for the redevelopment ready community certification that the city has. We were, I think, the seventh community to get it in the state. So we're up for recertification. Those are some of the last big hanging items I need to knock out to achieve certification by December. So we're, it's a priority for us uh, and that we will meet it by the end of the year. And this master plan development will feed that? Yes. Yeah, that'll yeah. be... One of the main components, along with those other um, sub plans, I will call them, um, that we need to have in place. Really, it means the city knows where we're going. We know the direction um, that city council has said, hey, go this way. Uh, and we are we have our ducks in a row. So if you're a developer, you come to town, you know you're going to be, this is our process. This is how we're going to get you through. Yeah. These areas are open for development. And you've alluded a little bit to the timeline here, but let's talk about that. So in March, we expect you'll identify who the who the contractor is. It'll help you do this. What's the timeline after that? Before spring break, I really want to get a kickoff meeting with the consultant and get some things in place. So coming out of spring break before summer hits, we can really hit a lot of our public engagement before people start going every which way. Uh, <laughs> but we'll wait to finalize our schedule with our consultant. Um, they may have other things, other directions that they would like, they believe is the right way to take. The goal is to have everything done by the end of the year. 
So we get to the planning commission no later than November. Uh, and then city council sees it in one of the December meetings. All right. And so this consultant will help you gather the input from the public and then present it in a comprehensive way that helps the council see where the interest is and where the, the most, I guess, for lack of a better word, popular recommendations are. There'll be some goals set up, established. You know, we have seven or eight in our current, I think we have seven in our current master plan. Then they'll hit those objectives to how are we going to achieve those goals. They'll, they'll be implementation plans. There'll be a future land use plan saying, hey, uh, as I was mentioning, industrial, this is industrial now. Maybe this is commercial down the road. Uh, so there'll be a, hey, with, if you want to do this, you need to change the zoning aspects of it. So all of that will be in the plan. And council looks at that and the community should be able to look at that and say, hey, this is where Marshall's going. The hardest thing, I've been in this business for 26 years. Everywhere I go, no one pays attention to the master plan. Um, when they buy property, they buy a house, some, something's going to build behind them. My wife and I both do this, so we know that when we go to a community, that's what we're looking for. If I can encourage everyone, you know, visit, take part in. If you if you can't be part of it, read it after it's done. I know it's not exciting, but it really is important. Uh, it can be exciting, you know, for some of us, but it really is important to understand where your community is going. Well, that's a, a tremendous thought. You buy in a community, maybe you don't live there now. You're right. I, I've never thought to look at the community's master plan and find out what might be happening. Yeah, This uh, might influence your decision. Absolutely. We, we were looking at a house in a different community. My wife works in Lansing, so we were looking at Midway maybe. Yeah, And the house was behind a field. Well, that field is in zone industrial. We didn't want to build next to what could potentially or buy next potentially next to it could be who knows whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been that way for 50 years, but we know at the drop of a hat, it can change. So we chose to move on and uh, go in a different direction. So I just encourage everyone, uh, and even if it's not Marshall, wherever you are, take a look at your community's master plan. That way you see that vision. And, and if you agree with it, great. See how you can get involved. If you disagree with it, Great. Reach out to your your community leaders and say, hey, this is what I think you should, you, where I'd like to see that direction go. And in the end, take part in these processes. If if you don't, it's kind of hard for me to feel bad that, hey, you didn't come in and take part of it. And this is the plan that came out of this process. I'm sorry. This is what I have to go by when I mm -hmm. do my job. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll keep us posted as uh, the uh, thresholds are reached. And uh, for example, when the uh, master plan input vehicles are available. We'll be happy sure. to uh, let folks know uh, how to submit their input. The Ford project spillover in terms of uh, adjacent things like uh, what is being called the major campus in Marshall, which is nearby. What does that encompass, Eric? The major campus is uh, what people used to call the mega site. Yes. And it's the Marshall Area Jobs Opportunity and Recreation Campus. So it's a mouthful. <laughs> uh, and it really is that entire acreage out there from 12 mile to 15 mile. And you, what the future of that area is, uh, is something we'll be looking at probably through this master plan process. Uh, we have the, obviously the core Ford site. We have the, there's a city facilities site that's out there that will be a four and a half million gallon water tank on the site. That's, they're just getting ready to start construction on that sewer and other things along those lines um, that we need to provide services. Uh, we know Marshall Township is working on a new fire station. 
I'll let them talk about that. Yeah. Um, but it is something that is looking out there. MDOT's looking at a new park and ride um, because of the changes at the, inter- at the interchange. That'll be out there. But then there's still hundreds of acres, you know, a thousand acres that could be developed. And, you know, what is the future of that look like? So that's an effort that's underway. And um, we'll have more information as we move forward on that. On top of all the developable area, we still have the 240 acres along the river that, you know, it could be trails, it could be other passive act, uh, recreation. So that discussion is still to come. And what that is, what does that look like? And there'll be a big Marshall logo on that water tank, I assume. I believe so. Um, <laughs> I, I know Marguerite Davenport, our director of public services, is leading that charge. And I think there's a lot of people that would love to see their logo on it. But I'm pretty sure Marguerite's <laughs> going to keep it to just City of Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's an advertising opportunity at some point. True. A little name revenue is going on there. <laughs> yeah, revenue generator, maybe. See where my mind goes, career yeah, exactly. and advertising. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> hey, I'm fundraising on projects right now. I completely understand, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you alluded for a moment to uh, the athletic field. This is kind of exciting. And this came out of some input that you'd received. Yeah, it, we used to call it the Eaton Park Project. Uh, Eaton donated a, a couple of acres of land adjacent to our athletic fields complex. But a lot of people got lost in Eaton, Eaton Park. Where's that? What is that? So we rebranded it the Marshall Athletic Fields Expansion Project. You know, I think Eaton will still be involved. Obviously, they were very generous in donating. For now, this is what we're calling our effort to raise the funds to finalize the development of um, a plan that I've been working on for probably three years now. Hmm. And you're right. It did come out of a Parks and Rec master plan. We heard from the community over and over, we want pickleball courts. We want a splash pad. They wanted a gym too, but that's a little outside of my purview. I can handle pickleball and splash pad. <laughs> I'll leave it to other people to work on the gym. Um, so we, we've been fundraising for the last year. We're up to about $1.9 million. We'd like to get to 2.7. Hmm. And so we're making that big push right now. You know, we, we, we received a very generous grant from the MEDC through their revitalization and placemaking program. The million dollars, so that was great. We were very excited about that. So our goal, really big pushes here in February, is to try and raise the remaining amount so that we can go to construction this year and see complex for the citizens of Marshall. We've had a lot of very generous donors, um, Rotary, and um, just made a recent announcement. It'll be the Rotary Splash Pad. You're the first to hear about that one. Okay, the Rotary Centennial Splash Pad. Uh, thanks to their uh, very generous donation. There are some other donations that are coming out here in the near future that we're really excited about and some others we're still working on uh, that'll really make a, they come third place. You know, it's not home. It's not work. It's, it's what do you do outside of home and work? It's, you know, the place splash pad for the kids. Pickleball is amazing. Um, oh boy. Obviously we have a ton of, we know older, the older generation loves it. I have cousins younger than myself. One of them is traveling around doing this semi-professionally. So it really is, I know it's crazy. Uh, it really <laughs> is uh, really attractive to people of all ages. I played once. I loved it. I was like, sign me up. Let's go. Barbara Zine will be very happy to hear that because she's been the biggest proponent here in Marshall of that uh, project. And we're real excited to, I can see it on the horizon, Richard. I'm really excited about seeing that happen for Marshall. Well, and I was just about to say, it sounds like uh, the remaining fundraising goal has momentum. It does. And we've had a couple of nice donations done in the last week. We just did a blanket uh, fundraising pitch to the entire Marshall community. If you had the opportunity to step up, great. Uh, if you know somebody, 
please send them our way. Um, Council member Ryan Traver uh, at Bluefish, you know, marketing here in Marshall, myself, Justin Miller, our Parks and Rec superintendent, and then Derek Perry, city manager. Reach to any of the four of us. We're happy to work with you and really try to make this a great location for the residents and even anybody uh, in the area. Now, we know the Cabalers travel to Valley Creek. They travel here. They go to Marsh Coldwater. Uh, we really do want to bring people to Marshall and really show off our community. So let's say you get the fundraising goal you want. Construction starts this year. We can be playing pickleball in spring of 25, maybe? Hey, we're hoping even potentially later this year. Okay. Um, so we're really shooting to get it on the streets here for a bit here in the next month or two. So maybe we're looking for fall pickleball. So we'll okay. see you out there, Richard. I'll have a paddle ready for you. Thank you. Yes, uh, I know people, too, who are all about it. I should not be surprised there's semi-pro opportunities yeah. to play pickleball. He's even a professional. He's even a professional league now. It's crazy. So uh, Again, I should not be surprised. So, yeah. Well, congratulations on all of that, and we'll look forward to staying in touch on the master plan as so you solidify those details, and we'll be back to talk about how folks can offer their input. Appreciate the opportunity. Nice talking to you, sir. Eric Zuska, Director of Community Services, City of Marshall on Community Matters. Ooh.